Hi there. Welcome to the Isogo TV podcast from isogostrong.com. I'm your host, Becky Hammond, and you and I gather here on this podcast to fixate on strength in our families and on our teams. Because when we start from assuming strength, we can make relationships easier. This is episode 120. And today we are closing up this series about strengths in crisis. The first story you heard was from me in episode 108 about some struggle and anxiety that I was fighting in those early weeks and some ways that I use my strengths to cope in this crazy COVID time. After that episode posted, I had a listener from Japan reach out to me because I mentioned our experience in this equally jolting time of crisis during the earthquake and radiation fallout in Fukushima in 2011. We were there, and so was Nobu. Hey Nobu, if you're listening today. What Nobu reminded me and all of our guests, and you have messaged me or commented me, have demonstrated, is that community and shared experiences in and around crisis really matter. The shared stories and experiences themselves give us strength and resolve and ideas to make it through. And maybe even, ideally even, come out stronger on the other side. I knew that we would be sharing experiences, but what I didn't know is how genuine and vulnerable and inspiring these stories would be and have been. I've been moved. And you, as the listening, watching community, have told me how inspirational and helpful these interviews have been. As a person, me, who is connectedness through and through, so that's the Clifton Strengths theme of connectedness, common themes started to emerge early on. It was like a ribbon lace between all these different stories and experiences in crisis. And I was amazed. Like how could 12 different stories from 12 wildly different people be filled with such commonality? Uh, of course, every story was unique from those who experience job halting or job loss to those whose job accelerated beyond measure, from those who live alone to empty nesters to families with young kids, from those whose life remarkably feels the same or whose day-to-day -day couldn't be much different from what it was prior to March 2020. Yet through all these differences, there's that ribbon of humanity that's risen to the surface. In this closing episode to this series, I'm going to share those themes and help all of us sear in our memory the impact of this world shift and the good that can result from the struggle when we listen to each other. You will hear these four themes, the story, the intention, the grace, and the pivot. So let's dive in. This series has been powerful because the stories are powerful, because they are real and heartfelt and authentic and almost entirely in the middle. They're not tied up in a pretty bow, like this is what I went through and this is how I came out stronger. Rather, they're mid-struggle, mid-uncertainty, and yet they're beautiful and real and encouraging, even in the middle, or maybe because they are in the middle. Throughout the 12 interviews from episode 109 to 119, there are four themes that kept repeating themselves in story after story. First, everyone has a story no one has not been affected. Second, intentionality is what it takes to live into your best self, especially in crisis. Third, grace and kindness are the best way forward toward yourself and toward others. And then finally, fourth, there's a sense of a pivot 
in humanity that we get to be a part of. So that's the story, the intention, the grace, and the pivot. Since the stories themselves, the interviews themselves, are so powerful and meaningful, as we unpack each of these themes a bit in the coming minutes, I want to draw out some of the stories from the series that you may remember, or you may want to go back and listen to in entirety, that draw out each of the themes beautifully. I'll also try to mention the episode number so as I share the story. Plus, you can always go back to the blog, isogostrong.com slash episode 120 to get the notes and the link backs to all the interviews in this series. So here's the first theme. It's about story. Everyone has a story to tell because no one has not been affected by the coronavirus and the unprecedented global shutdown. Maureen Monty in episode 110 tells a powerful story of the relief that she felt as her life slowed down. She certainly wasn't callous to the hurt that's happening around the globe, but for the first time, she had an outside reason that slowed her down. She shared a story pre-COVID when she was driving near the Canadian border and found herself accidentally on the non-US side. As she talked with officials, she didn't say, but she had the thought that a night or two in prison would be a welcomed break. <laughs> Talk about a life of stress. And yet the COVID experience slowed her down and forced her to think about what was good about her life pre-COVID and what she might like to change and how she can continue to give. She even promised that she and I could be achiever balance accountability partners. So I'll have to definitely follow up on that one. The most halting part of Maureen's story actually comes in the weeks after her episode posted. Despite all of her attempts to stay isolated and safe, she herself came down with COVID-19. She was housebound for two weeks and miserable. In our interview, she had talked about the power of fear and what to do about it. When she finally came out of the worst of her own coronavirus, this is what she said. She said, remember when I said I wasn't afraid to get the virus? I wasn't. And even in the worst of it, I had moved from fear to what do I do now? That is a crazy opportunity to live out what she said she believes. And really, she did believe it and she did live it. There are so many other powerful stories. In fact, there are 12 because there were 12 interviews in the series. But if there were 24 interviews in the series, there would be 12 different powerful stories of impact because everyone has a story. No one is not affected. So what have you been doing to collect stories? to get to know the stories of the people around you. Do you know how your neighbors' lives have been changed? Do you know what they are concerned about? Maybe even still to this day. What's different for them or what good or sorrow have they felt throughout this process? If so, wonderful. Keep listening and reacting. If not, what a gift you would be to the people around you as you seek out their stories and their perspectives. So that's the first theme. The first theme was about the story. And the second is all about the intention. Many guests on air or after told me how meaningful it was to be forced to think about this COVID situation and the way their strengths have shown up to help them or to hinder them, to thrive or to feel stifled. If you listen to the entire series, you could not forget the jaw-dropping story of Tyann Osborne in episode 109, who within a matter of days lost every single contracted event on her calendar. She was mid-air to an event when it was suddenly no longer happening. Similarly, our guest in episode 111, Erin Passens, 
shared that most of her work vanished by mid-March and a schedule that's usually filled with suitcases and airplanes was now filled with a front porch and Netflix. Both of these incredible facilitators and speakers are strengths experts, yet they both commented on air how necessary it was to take an intentional pause in order to really, truly explore their strengths. When they did, they discovered the root of their disappointment and the need to find other outlets to be able to feel like themselves again. Like Ty's strength of significance, needs an audience, and from the rural plains of Texas, audiences are more difficult to come by. Like Aaron's woo strategic combo that thrives on being with people and strategizing life and work's next steps that were, they were just feeling pretty deflated and unfulfilled. These are realizations they couldn't have had and wouldn't have had, but for intentional reflection, taking time to think and talk through how they are still offering their best to the world, even in crisis, and how they just might need to stretch their strengths in other ways. So how about you? Have you taken intentional time to sit on the front porch to talk and think through how you feel in this time, even as you're slowly emerging from it, perhaps? And then to take one step further to connect how you are feeling and doing to your strengths and your talents. Those strengths and talents are like turnkeys that you can use to understand your mental and emotional state and make a difference in how you show up and what you offer to the people that are around you. And as you're intentional, you just might find out that it's different in this crisis than it is or has been at other points in your life. So those are the first two themes in the Strengths in Crisis series, the story and the intention. The third is all about grace. Of all the themes, this one is the one that surprised me most. As we closed up each interview, our guests shared a tip or advice based on their experience. More often than not, the theme of grace and kindness surfaced. So much so that Murray Guest and I hosted an entire free training on leading with grace through our Leaders Who Give a Damn program. If you're interested in that webinar, reach out and I'll get it to you. Melissa Jill in episode 115 said, give yourself and others grace. And this was in the midst of yet another letdown as she runs an album design company that serves wedding photographers. Kimberly Wiedefeld in episode 117, who had been running nonstop in the world of higher education leadership, reminded us that we're not going to get it right and that's okay to schedule a break. She herself scheduled a break when one morning she just couldn't imagine harnessing the energy that she needed to excel in the day. Dr. Patricia Beals, who is the director in a large healthcare system, said in episode 116, quite simply, breathe. It's like the simple act of taking a breath in and slowly exhaling is the act of receiving grace and letting others have it. Amanda Flisher, episode 113, reminded us that we can only control what we can control and let go of the rest. And the list goes on. These leaders did not get together and discuss key takeaways from their experience, yet they all have come to the same conclusion. They've all taken different paths to get there with different stumbling blocks and victories and values, yet they've all arrived at the same place that by offering and receiving grace for ourselves and 
and toward other people. We can feel a calm in the storm. We can make peace out of chaos. We can make good out of trouble and we can have hope. So how about you? What is your perspective on the importance of offering grace to yourself and others as a strategy for peace in crisis? Do you try to extend a grace-filled perspective when you don't get it right the first time, when the outcome you were hoping for isn't nailed, or when others disappoint you? This is a strategy that is magnified in crisis, and it's always a strategy that I hope will remain. As we offer grace and we offer peace and hope, we offer peace and hope in the struggle too. So the themes have been story, intention, grace, and then finally, the pivot. What these interviews built for me was a growing sense of a pivot in humanity. This crisis, we will look back on and say the world was never the same again. There may be some fallout, but if we let it, if we fight for it, that pivot can be for the positive too. Our guests shared that we need to make some changes going forward, that we don't wanna go back to business as usual. Murray Guest in episode 114, whose primary business was to facilitate public events, said he's doing things with his family that he has never done so consistently before. He's playing backgammon on the back patio with his wife during the afternoon as they pause from work. He's joining his kids for basketball in the driveway. He's helping his family create memorable dinnertime experiences. And in the interview, he shared, there are some things that he doesn't want to lose from this season. Only this extreme hardship can bring such dynamic change. Even if we would have thought we wanted it, most of us are not brave enough to choose it. <laughs> I know I wasn't. Annie Elliott, who serves her community as a kindergarten teacher in the public school system, said in episode 119 that she sees this time as a turning point in how we approach education. She's excited to be a part of it because she feels like it's been much needed. Only the forced hand could change it so dramatically. Anna Runyon, who has been CEO of an online career site for over 10 years, says in episode 118 that people are finally seeing what she has felt for many years, that there doesn't have to be a sacrifice of one over the other. She said, if you want freedom, if you want flexibility, it's possible. Many have just had a taste of that during this season. In fact, one of our listeners commented, I feel like it's all been a hoax for the first 15 years of my professional life that I couldn't be successful and be with my kids. I'm killing it at work and I'm seeing my girls more. <laughs> Twitter was among the first to announce that they are not going back to a brick and mortar building style. And as Rhonda Boyle shared in episode 112, this world crisis has been a pattern interrupter. It quickly and dramatically interrupted the pattern of our lives and our societies sometimes with devastating effects. So devastating and dramatic that it requires, it, it forces, it pushes humanity to pivot, to make something good and better out of the ash that was created. So what about you? What are you gonna do with the interruption to your pattern? Are you gonna be a part of not sliding back to exactly the way things used to be? We do want our concerts and our hugs and our sports, but are we going to intentionally, what are we going to intentionally omit going forward? What do we want to keep around that only surface from the circumstances of the crisis in your life? It doesn't have to be huge. 
It can be your one thing. And all of those small things put together have the potential to pivot humanity toward the good. While the impact of crisis and world change are still a living, breathing specimen, this is the end of the series, at least for now. It's been one of my personal favorites and I can't thank my guests enough for their willingness to show up as they are and share the stories and experiences in the midst of the struggle that have touched us all. If we're not already connected, I would love to connect with you on Instagram and LinkedIn where we can continue the conversation around strengths in families and healthcare teams. On Instagram, you can find me at IsogoStrong and on LinkedIn, Becky Hammond. Finally, let's talk about your strengths real quick for a second before we sign off. If you don't know your top five Clifton strengths from the Strengths Finder, or if you know them, but maybe you haven't really done too much with them yet, you're definitely not in a boat by yourself. Many great leaders and mamas have yet to discover their strengths and figure out how to really let them make an impact in their lives, their work, their families, their team, their leadership. I'd love to help give you a jump start as your virtual coach. Since you've joined us here today, I'd also love to give you $5 off what I call the Strength Startup Virtual Coach Kickstarter. In this email coaching series for me, you'll get insights into your talents and strengths, as well as some action that you can take to make relationships easier around you in stress and beyond. If you go over to isogostrong.com slash strengthstartup, you can check it out. There are two options. One, if you already know your top five strengths and one, if you have yet to discover them. So you can choose the track that is best for you. Use the code virtualcoach5 for $5 off. That's virtualcoach and the number five for $5 off. I'd be honored to get a chance to get to know you. You and your strengths have the power to make a ripple effect in your family and on your team and then ultimately across the entire world. We can feel that now more than ever. The world needs your strengths. So learn them, love them, and live them in your own circles of influence. Until next time on Isogo TV.